Kingdom Exhortations July 2015 Read by John Morton Good morning. In John 15:20, Jesus proclaimed, quote, Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. End quote. As Jesus was nearing the time of his departure from this world, he again told his disciples that they should expect to face trouble during their lifetimes. He had faced great trouble in the world, and yet, when he was on the verge of extreme torture, crucifixion, and the most incomprehensible suffering of all, becoming sin and thus being separated from the Father for the first time in eternity, Jesus selflessly prayed for his present and future disciples. His prayer for them was not that God would, quote, take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. End quote. John 17, verses 15 to 21. Just as his disciples were sent into their evil world, we are sent to be ambassadors for Christ in our world, which has been slowly and inexorably sliding away from God and his son Jesus. Over the past decades, the elite and powerful of American society have presided over the gradual removal of God from any and all aspects of public life. Government at all levels has become increasingly active in this regard, often with the cooperation of the courts. Schools, from pre-K through college, are increasingly disallowing God to be part of the classroom and extracurricular activities. Additionally, social mores are reaching unprecedented levels of permissiveness. In fact, each successive generation is born into an increasingly godless society which teaches from the time they are very young to be less and less open to biblical truths. These liberal ideologies are incorporated into cartoons and children's books and continue into adult entertainment and literature. Paraphrasing C.S. Lewis, any amount of propaganda can be smuggled into people's minds under the cover of fiction without them realizing that it is happening. Indeed, the Apostle Paul foretold these times long ago when he proclaimed, quote, for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. End quote, 2 Timothy 4, verses 3 and 4. How should we address the negative influence today's progressive society is having in our world? If we are to take back for Christ the ground lost, it must begin with each of us individually. For most, their sphere of influence is limited to family, friends, and others we associate with during daily living. And each of us is duty-bound to make our beliefs in Christ known through our words and deeds. Within our individual families and homes, it is our duty to enforce these beliefs while living lives which truly represent Christ living in us. 
Without such an example, any word spoken will become hollow and ineffective. Quote, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6.4 In Hebrews 13.1, every believer is exhorted to walk in love for their fellow man. The goal is to keep the commandment to, quote, love your neighbor as yourself, and quote Matthew 22.39. To accomplish this, we must first acknowledge and repent of sinful self-love. Most of us love ourselves with an all-consuming focus that keeps us continually obsessed with our lives, our families, our money, our jobs, our problems, and our fun. If we are to fulfill God's call for our lives, we must increasingly consider others in this same way, having concern for their lives, their families, their work, their difficulties, and their enjoyment. Quote, Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And quote Philippians 2.4. C.S. Lewis turns this commandment around, indicating that we will not really have reached this goal until we learn to love ourselves no more than we love our neighbor. Quote, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another, if any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. End quote. Colossians 3 verses 12 through 14. Let us go and labor to be kind and forgiving when we are mistreated or disrespected, mindful that we are ambassadors of Christ in an increasingly godless society. Apply daily the Hebrew writer's exhortation. Begin to pray and ask Jesus to help you increasingly love others as you love yourself and repent from ungodly self-love. In the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5-7, through 7, Jesus provides extensive directions in the way we, as believers, should live. If we are going to be effective ambassadors for Christ in this world, we must apply these standards to our individual lives. Take some time to read through and study these chapters with a heart to make corrections where you find things out of place, and get in the habit of inviting Jesus into every area of your life, petitioning Him for help. As we persevere, self-love will begin to die away, replaced by selfless love for Jesus and our neighbor, and we will begin to enjoy the peace and blessing of Jesus becoming more, and ourselves and our lives becoming less. John 3.30 May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9